Blog Talk Radio.
If sometimes you see that I'm mad Don't you know no one alive can always be an angel When everything goes wrong you see some bad But I'm just a soul whose intentions are good Oh Lord, please don't let me be misunderstood You know sometimes, baby, I'm so carefree With a joy that's hard to hide And then sometimes again it seems that all I have is worry And then you're bound to see my other side But I'm just a soul's intentions Oh Lord, please don't let me be misunderstood I want you to know I never mean to take it out on you Life has problems And I get more than my share But that's one thing I never mean to do Cause I love you Oh, baby, I'm just human Don't you know I have faults like anyone? Sometimes I find myself alone regretting some little foolish thing, some simple thing that I have done. Cause I'm just a soul whose intentions are good. Oh Lord, please don't let me be misunderstood. Don't let me be misunderstood. I try so hard, so please don't let me be misunderstood. My Hotel and Better Love, you are listening to the Truth to Power Show, and I am Beverly. And uh, we have a part two this evening. Uh, we have Lady Divergent with us. She's a, a private tech practitioner and paralegal. And she was with us last week, giving us a lot of good information. I also have uh, Elder Ray with us. And I think I might have Elder um, Ty- Tyreek with us. And I might have Elder Ray. And so uh, this is... Uh, a lot of good information that was given out last week, and we're going to continue to give the information out here, too, again this week. So let's see here. Um, is this Elder Tyreek? Is this you? Are you there? How are you doing this evening? I'm great. I'm glad, glad to be with you and glad to be here. Can so you hear glad me? Glad to have you here. Yes, I can. Yes, yes. Oh, all I can right. Hear That's you. Great. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to hear what the sister has to say because she was dropping it last week. Lord have mercy. We, yes. We need it bad. <laughs> now you remember? I, I don't know if you remember, but I had uh, no. I wasn't. I, I don't think it was a show we did, but I had a lady from Nevada 
who was trained by this uh, lawyer from hell, they called her, and uh, she's uh, got a program to get back our gold and silver coins that they've confiscated from us without our permission. So that that's uh, okay. that's something. And yeah, she uh, and I can connect her up with with uh, with Cece, because Cece uh, she read the the she knew the uh, and read the IRS manual backwards and forwards. She whips them behind every day. Oh. Anytime they come with there or whatever they come with, she has an answer for them, because it's not mm-hmm. law. Mm-hmm. It's law. That's why it's so it's so important our people learn that, you know. Taxation without representation or representation is in violation, right? Yep. And that's yeah, why we know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. Go, go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's basic. You know, if you, people are waking up to this and are now getting back funds, and that's what I'm happy to hear the sister talking about this evening, how she can help people get back their funds that they were supposed to get in the first place, which they didn't because nobody gets paid in dollars. Everybody gets paid in paper or checks, right? And that's not money. That's not money. And listen to the sister. She's going to tell you. You know, you you have to have that, not a whole lot, but you need some basic, um, modern Money Mechanics is the book that everybody should read to have the basic understanding of what, what kind of a system we're in, what's happening with it, how you're being <laughs> taxed to death, gift tax, everything you pay is gift. You're giving. You're doing it free. <laughs> you're doing it free will. You, you say, oh, okay, well, here's some of these. And you know that you're only supposed to spend those papers, paper notes in Washington, D.C., not any place else, according to where they, when they first came out. So, <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to give a little taste of what I had learned about this whole, you know, Title 26. It's not positive law, folks. You're not required to <clears throat> pay. You have nothing to pay with, according to what they're telling you. They they declared bankruptcy in 1933 and have reorganized six or seven times. They're not even supposed to exist. So we're going to learn about that, hopefully. Is the sister there? Okay. Uh, no, I'm not seeing her, but uh, you can maybe kind of lead us into this. Why? Let me uh, make a phone call here so you can kind of let oh, the people uh-huh. know a little bit about what's going on. And well, I'll be back in a minute. All righty. Yeah, um, basically, again, like I said, there's no such a thing as a tax on your energy, your work, your um, your whatever you produce. Uh, it, is not, it is not income. Income is defined clearly as funds that come in from outside of the country. That's what income is. And if you're if you're on a job and just paying uh, you know those kind of taxes, then uh, that's not you. You've already paid. Everything is already prepaid. Since the country, so-called the corporation U.S., uh, you can find it in um, you can find it in in uh, code of federal Re- code of federal regulations. 
where in the, the company, U.S. corporation, that's what it's defined as, a corporation. So once we change our mind about you know, what we believe and, and start working with what we know, now we'll be able to take the steps that will you know, change things because things are always changing. You just want to have the tools to help them change even faster and in your favor. And like I said, we have the tools and we know how to um, challenge anything that these corporate creeps and, and pretenders uh, to the throne. Uh, we, have, we have an answer for them. And it's, uh, it's very simple. It's either two letters or it's a, uh, what they call a written communication and security agreement notice. And once you learn these words and learn the meanings of these words and learn how to speak correctly, as our ancestors taught us, you must learn to speak correctly because otherwise we're babbling and, uh, <laughs> and that's what, what I found out back in the day when I left this place and went, went abroad and found out that I was just babbling. I didn't, I didn't really know what I was speaking about because uh, using adjectives and adverbs uh, for the, the language does not really work. And so if you're not a person thing and a noun, then you're not anything. You're calling yourself something, uh, you know, an international bastroid or something, uh, some ugly creation. So, but anyway, I'm happy to hope, I hope that the sister gets, gets on here and really lays it out about the, what the law is and what the law isn't, you see. And, uh, and again, I highly advise everyone to see uh, Sister uh, uh, Queen Valera um, L., uh, the Moorish sister who really knows about the law and runs it down right clearly so you can understand and understand what it says. We are the law, not them. They are at law, that's like putting your foot in a swimming pool and saying that you went swimming. That's what they are. They're here to collect from you uh, because you don't know who you are. You knew who you were, you would say, nope, <clears throat> no, we don't, we don't know that. We, that's not us. No, that's someone else. And uh, you, you simply do not do it. And the law is very clear. There's no positive law where it concerns tax. And uh, those have, that have worked with the IRS and have asked that question have been, uh, you know, ostracized and imprisoned. The sister, Dr. Um, uh, Dr. Peel Jackson, got four years in prison for asking the question, where is the law? Show me the law, please. Uh, you know, please show me the law that says we have to do this. And they said, oh, yeah, okay, well, you're, you're fired, and, and you know, we're charging you with uh, failure, uh, uh, intentional failure to file and, and some other BS. And, and they gave her four years in prison in Georgia, the, the prison colony, the first prison colony that the British put here in the, in the United States was in Georgia. And that's why we have a Governor Kemp, who was himself a slave owner, 
and, and absolutely don't want to have us in there, in the cabinet, in the in the leadership over there in Georgia, because uh, that defeats the purpose. <laughs> you know, I, I just I see them all the time with their fraudulent, backward insight or unsight that they continually show us that they have these uh, administrators, folks. These are administrators. They're not the law. They are administrating the governance. They are doing the governance because we appoint them or vote them or whatever we do, however they get into place. They're working for the people. They have to take an oath of office to the Constitution, to uphold the Constitution in the state and the federal against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And that's what they're usually doing. They're usually doing domestic terrorism and overthrowing the government, us. They're stealing from us. They're lining their pockets. The whole Congress is a corporate uh, corrupt pile of, of, or not pile, but a, a swamp of, of uh, thieves and thugs and, and so-called uh, attorneys that are there handing out <clears throat> cash. Uh, Cynthia McKinney said that when she first got there, she went out to get the paper one morning and there was a bag of cash right there in the black paper, in the brown paper bag. And you, you got to pick it up because if you don't, They'll tell on you. They'll they'll find something on you. They'll say, "Oh, you did you oh you did this and that," and then they'll then they'll come and investigate you. And well, she only lasted one term because of that. And and of course because she also um, called out Mr. Uh, Rumsfeld as the uh, Secretary of Defense, who was supposed to come in her office and explain to her <clears throat> what was going on with the Pentagon, where they were. Uh- Two point three trillion dollars missing <laughs> from the budget. Oh, that was the day of uh, 9-11, wasn't it? That's the day exactly. Building seven that didn't even get hit by no plane, and with and first and foremost, there was no planes. That's what CGI. That's what that happened to be, because there was a lady in a helicopter with the NBC News, flying with the police over the place. And she looked down, and all of a sudden, the whole side of the building just blew out. There was no plane in the vicinity. You could see the whole sky, both the front and the back, around the back of the whole, uh, the whole place. No way, no way in heck a plane could have gone in there. And the way that they blew the whole section out of, the, of that tower, again, uh, uh, Major, uh, what's his name, Major John... Sabrowski, Allen, excuse me, Major Allen Sabrowski, the former head of the U.S. Army War College. Go look him up, Dr. Allen Sabrowski. He's a major and a doctor. He said about six months after 9-11 that that was a Mossad operation. Okay? So I didn't say that. He did. Now, <clears throat> did they cover that? Did, they, did you hear about that? Nope, most people didn't and won't about the towers. You yeah. Know? And so anyway, uh, is what? Sister available? Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, she's with us. So, oh, great. Uh, let me uh, 
Let me pull her up here. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate it. All right, uh, Lady Divergent, thank you for joining us again this evening. How are you doing? Hey, hey, I'm well. Thank you for having me again. Excellent. Thank you for joining us. Well, before we get started, let the people know who you are and uh, what do you do. Um, Hello, everyone. I'm Lady Divergent. I'm a tax practitioner as well as a paralegal. Um, I've been doing taxation for about 12 years now and on the private side about four. So anything pertaining to the private side of things, I'm very knowledgeable about it. And um, I know I get a lot of questions all the time. If I know about the AAC and trust and all that stuff, I'm very diverse in that as well. Excellent, excellent. And so how can people contact you, you know, if they need uh, assistance or they want to come to you instead of going to uh, other places that just only do it? Like H&R Block, they do taxes on the public side. Is there yeah. is that how it is? And yeah. uh, how can they contact you? Well, I can be reached. Um and my office number at four oh seven two four five seventy three one twelve. Um, I'm pretty much there seven days a week, especially during tax services. I'm available for between nine and four thirty. Okay. All right. Now what now you saying private and public, what's the difference? Like people say, Well, I file my taxes every year. Uh, what they don't know what is they if they're filing their private or public. Can you kind of tell us what the difference is? Well, on the public side of things, you're just doing it like the regular H and R block way. You bring in your tax information, and it's pretty much data entry and what you provide. It does not go into um, an in-depth questioning of, okay, so you made this amount here on this W two. What did you do with? because there are a lot of deductions that are applicable for you. And most of the time, most tax preparers don't dive a little deep in order to help the customer versus on my side, we do. Now, on the private side of things, you're pretty much coming to me with all your receipts of everything you paid for. You've done pretty much your 1099 A's and C's and zero it out. You're basically zero out outing your account annually in order to receive everything that you paid out. Now, people are hearing you saying, go ahead. Ooh, that's great. private side of it, they're generally accountable for everything they do financially. So you have to have a very good understanding on, how can I put it, the general P accounting credits and debits. So they most of the time have a thorough understanding of that and so do we over here in my office. And we know how to deal with those clients and know it's a different data entry when it comes down to versus the public because we have to input that data a certain way. Sometimes we have to manipulate the software in order for it to get the best result because the softwares are built basically like the basic data entry. But there's a ways there's ways around it. 
Mm-hmm. And you know, most people we are, we are used to doing things in a certain habit, and so you know, and especially when dealing with the IRS and the taxes, people get spooked. You know, well, I'm used to doing it this way, and I'm not trying to do anything illegal. And this is nothing that's illegal or nothing wrong here. This is just a certain way that you file your taxes. Uh, a lot of times it's usually wealthy people or people in a certain tax bracket. Uh, don't they kind of file their taxes this way? No. Because they don't know that no. way, and a lot of them are still in fear of IRS. But if you mm-hmm. look at it in another perspective and really understand that IRS are collectors and they're also accountants, you'll understand what their job really entails. They are balancing your books on and off ledgers that you don't even know about. So when you get an understanding of what they do, we do have a lot of public people that convert over to the private side because now we are offering this year so we can put a lot more people in the know. A mentoring program, um, it's one of our like tax deluxe programs for the um, public side of things because we want to educate our people. We want them to know that, hey, you're really not subject to taxation. So we do advise them, but we don't force it. Mm-hmm. So if someone likes saying this is totally new, I have no idea, so they can come to you and you kind of have some kind of way of kind of educating people at the same time that they're filing their taxes. Yes, we do. Um, it took me almost a year to come up with that mentoring program, and that's because I wanted to be able to um, – reach them where they have a thorough understanding and more learning styles because people have different learning styles. So we have it visually. Uh, we have one-on-ones where I do it verbally, and we have it like in PowerPoint presentations as well, and we have audio. Excellent, excellent. So, you know, you talked about 1099 um, and OIDs and things like that. Can you kind of explain to us what 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 are those forms and and what are they so used those, for? Yes, those forms are information returns. Information returns is reporting of what was done with your credit. So with an OID, a lot of I get a lot of questions about the OID. Like, how are we able to do that? And I'm going to tell you, I learned the OID process through Myron. He broke it down to me, and I was able to research and understand it in the publication. And I was like, oh, my gosh. You mean to tell me that I can recoup what I think paying out? And it makes sense because you have to have a thorough understanding that the Federal Reserve, they pay out at a discount. You have to understand the discount window. You have to understand the Federal Reserve circulars to really understand it. And we break it down to the just the particular things that you really need to digest and keep in your memory bank. And we'll put it like that. Because publication 1212, especially page seven nominee, 
that's all you need in one little paragraph. And it basically tells you if you are basically the owner, I'm going to put it like this, if you're the owner of those Federal Reserve notes that you pay to a corporation, they are supposed to see the OID. So my approach to it is I do what they call a little tactic. I will draft an OID, and I will send it to the company. And what it does is pushes that company because they're thinking that this is filed with IRS. Especially I put it in the mail package, just how it looks. I have the special envelopes for the OID and all of that. I send it to them. All of a sudden, maybe like four or five days from that date, I'm getting the proper OIDs I need with me as the recipient. So it's really not me putting my actual hands on doing the OID. I'm making them do what they're supposed to do. And the same thing goes for 1099B, which is the barter exchange. And that's what you should be getting from your bank. Not just the OID, it should be 1099Bs for your banks as well. What about when you uh, contact these companies and you ask for these 1099A forms and they don't give them to you? You know, are you able to still file your taxes? Um, yes, you are, because there's another way to, as I was stating in our last um, interview, which was last Friday when I was telling you about that, um, what was it? They're gatekeepers, so they really don't know at times. Mm-hmm. But you can also get 4506T to get an unmasked copy of all the information returns that you don't know about and that you don't send to you. They just secretly send it by IRS and you don't know about it. And the sad part about it, which I, I'm trying to do, create, a request with IRS and advising them that you're not fully disclosing everything to us. Because when you're online and you can look at your wage and tax transcript, one is unmasked. Two, they don't list your OIDs on there. That is something that has to be requested from the 4506T, or you can do an 8821 with your tax preparer. Because tax preparer, we receive unmasked copies. And it can all be done online, and it, you can get it instantly when you do the 8821. And, but you have to do it through a tax repair. That's the only time you can see now, what these banks are doing. So this 4506 t now this is for, like, a request. You're asking the RIS to send you what uh what you have made over the years what kind of rev, what kind of uh funds or money you have made and it what it does do it list every you know like you might have over a 10 year period might have worked three different jobs do it list what you made from each one of those jobs it will depending on what you ask for so with the 4506t you have about one, let's see, one, two, three, about four options. When you want to see what OIDs or any type of W-2s on your account, you would select eight, and eight is going to provide you that full transcript of your income and wages. 
And then in box nine, you would add the year or period that you're requesting. Now, for your full account, which would be your record of account, there will be option C under number six on the 4506T. And that's when you will get that information that you requested. But again, if you do it online in your IRS account and you go in there, it's not going to be there. They're not disclosing what you'll get when you request it through a 4506T. And I don't think that that's right because that's a failure to disclose. A lot of people don't know about the 4506 And so you say if you go through a tax person, then they can get the information for you through an 8821? That is correct. Okay. Uh, Tyreek, did you have any questions? If, you, if, it, uh, if anyone has any questions here, uh, this is tax season. We do have a tax uh, person that's here. This is the mm-hmm. time to ask questions or make a comment, and the number here is 323-642-1586, and push the number one if you have a question or uh, a comment. And I, I, I know when Myron was first telling, uh, talking about the OIDs, Everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people were saying, you know, ooh, stay away from them. You will go to jail. Um, and so people were kind of afraid of using uh, OIDs. But, I mean, what are you being afraid of? That's what they're there to use. You just got to know how to use them. That's right. All right. The only thing is knowing how to use them. You do not, and um, let me put emphasis on it. You do not do an OID because you want the IRS to pay for something that you've never paid out of pocket for. That's what they get in trouble. Right. Don't use an OID. Mm -hmm. It is the original discount of what you've paid out. Mm -hmm. And that's what they are overlooking. Mm -hmm. So if you turn about a house and all this stuff like that, no. You don't use an OID for that. You have to already done created the debt and you paid for it, whether it's through your credit, a loan, or whatever. That's when you can do an OID because you're the recipient at this point. But, however, when that transaction took place, that little fraudulent bank mm-hmm. said that you was the debtor. So how can you be the debtor yeah. when it's your credit is what's funding? Your signature is what they took for collateral, as it states in the Federal Reserve um, Circular 10. They are the paying agent, okay, the bank, for the Federal Reserve. In order for them to get the money, they need your signature on there, which is collateral to the Federal Reserve, for them to advance that money for you to get what you need. You are not the debt. mm -hmm. The bank is. So they have flipped everything on us. So they tell us that we owe the debt, but it's we the creditors and they are the debtors. So they flipped everything on us. Yes. The, and the that's bank why and the system. That is correct. Mm-hmm. And that's why the publication 1212, IRS is aware that they're doing this. That's why they tell you in the publication 1212, page 7, it says if you are the nominee, 
you need to flip that around as a recipient. Does it not say that? Yes, it does. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's telling you what to do. <laughs> but you're not doing it. Because but you're, you're not doing it because you don't comprehend it, which is understandable because this is new to you. You're not used to actually being an adult and handling your financial matters. Your your financial matter, excuse me. They don't teach us this. They don't teach us this in school. They don't teach you that in college, but they don't teach you it as your standard education. They're not allowed to even teach that. It's not that they're not allowed to. It's what? Parents have a voice when it comes down to schooling. If there's actually um, what it is. An HJR law, I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but I was discussing this with my brother who is a school teacher. And it will be a great benefit on, you remember back in the days how the parents had a voice when it had to come to schooling. And basically, you know, mm-hmm. the P, they memorized the PTA. Now, now it is the PTA. But back then, when them parents came up there and they came as a group and said, no, we're not going to have this, the school had to change. That's right. That's right. That's getting ready to go back to that. Well, that should have been back like that. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. But we've gotten too comfortable with allowing the government to just to do whatever they want to do. And I say all the time when they have all these big news things that's going on, I'm giving an example that Johnny Depp, a little divorce thing that was going on, mm-hmm. they around here bills in the Senate House. I pay attention to the Senate House. Right, see, that's right. You better. That's where the final <laughs> decision comes. If you can't it and trying to pass through right up under your nose because they're working with the media out here to go ahead and get the mass out here, focus on this right here while we're doing this right here. That's right. You got it, sister. Ooh-wee. That is the method. Look mm-hmm. to the left. Don't look to the left. Look to the right. Uh, look yeah. over here. Hey, wait, hey. no, look over there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's 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 total distraction to keep you from the basics, knowing the Correct. basics. You got it right. Yeah, see. And and this is this is from the elder here. I'm 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 saying I'm saying this after having learned it the hard way, folks. I'm not selling work tickets. I'm sharing with you what I've learned based upon my experience. And that experience wasn't always fun to learn these things. But, uh, however, uh, yes, what, the, what, what is being conveyed to you now is exactly what you're supposed to be doing, not the other way around. See, mm-hmm. the way they have you thinking is got you stinking because you, you, you're not thinking correctly. You know, you, you're, you're, you're following the edicts of someone you don't, who don't know or those who do know are just drawing you along, pulling you along, telling you, oh, yeah, come on along here. We, yeah, everything cool. Come on. Yeah, we got everything here. Come on. Yeah. And then when you get there, it's a different story. <laughs> See, because you didn't know that you had to do it privately, not the way they want you to do it. That's why they call it the public fool system. You yes, know. I like <laughs> Now, um, uh, now, when you say private, is is this kind of a 
I mean, what makes me private and what makes me public? Okay, that's a good what, question. Yeah, what, what makes me public is you accepting the terms of their jurisdiction and that the fact that they're giving you privileges. But when you private, you know that, especially if you're a state citizen, you've got a 1% share because that's what makes it a nation. Yes, correct. Absolutely. So you, you start standing your ground. Hey, 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 we the people. We the oh. people here. <laughs> hey, hey, may well, I say this, please? May I say this, please? <laughs> yes. We the people hold all subrogated rights over the title of the cases and over all persons operating as public actors. Period. We the people, yes. That's the law. That's the Constitution. That's the law of the land. Are they not following that law? Well, I think how they they kind of get around that is uh, by forming corporations. Is that correct? Is that how they're able to kind of... Do what they do, put everything in a corporation. Well, they do Am what I they correct do because on that, or mm-hmm. in my opinion, they do what they do because they know the veil is over our eyes, and they're teaching us this through the public schools. So we will, we won't know, we won't ever know unless we try to evolve the mind and go a little deeper than just that standard education. But. Now, once you start standing and understand who you are, I'm going to just say it like this, 5 CFR 2635.101, basic obligation of a public service. All you have to do is cite that when you want something done. (laughs) That's right. That's correct. Say that that again. Cite that that, uh, again. CFR 2635. Learn that, understand it, stand on it, because if they bounce any inch outside of that, the punishment could be jail. Or hanging. Color of law, because at this point, it's deprivation of rights, ain't it? I love the color of law. That's right, color of law. I use the color of law for them, everything I do, especially when I'm trying to tell them, oh, no. I recently, um, have you, has anyone in the media group said that food stamp um, form that's going around? Anybody in the audience? A food stamp form. Felicia, yeah, Felicia Beverly had did a um, YouTube about this food stamp. Um, notice and they have all, all the public laws on how everybody's entitled to it. Right. Every mm. So I took mm. a look at I took a look at it and I, I revamped it a little bit. I sent that thing in. First they denied me. That's what I wanted them to do. I know I don't qualify under their qualifications. Well, but then I went to think about 
first of all, the Department of Children and Families is not even a government. They are a third party, just like yeah. um, any contract they're trying to contract with the government. Y'all done made up these bogus policies that deprive everybody, right? Mm-hmm. I drafted some of the stuff, and, you know, revamped it a little bit. I sent it in, and I put it this time under appeal. Mm. Baby, let's just say I've been getting a deposit every day, and I got cash assistance. <laughs> what? Yes, and ma'am. I'm well over the income qualifications to even get this. Wow. But when you so know this, that this I, is, when you know, you know. So yeah. So this is a remedy because now they're going all the food and everything is going sky high, and right. you're saying that you can use this. It could go as high as it want to go because you can use this remedy right here to uh, get food stamps, it doesn't matter what your income is, to mm-hmm. buy you don't purchase have the food. Remember, you don't have I income. Last Friday, you don't have income. You have recompense. Their income is the same determination as the IRS. That's right. See? Didn't I say that earlier? I said, I, t- yeah. I started out with that. I said, we don't have no income because where is it coming from? It's coming from outside of the country in. That's what is the only way it can be income. So, and, and and nobody has that that I know of. So, except big corporations maybe, and they get out of it. So, yeah, you know, no, they they don't have no authority for that. None. Good. And so I just stood on it. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna send you um, the letter I sent them in the recording. It was. I had them so messed up, y'all, that they told me they had to do a continuation of the appeal because they was not ready. Mm-hmm. Get them, get them. Yeah, you got to get them. And get them where they can't move. Tell that right. Tell that. Ooh, y'all love it. I said, well, darn, if it's that easy that way, just cited a few more extra things that I felt that it was missing. Like it was missing the color of law because it's definitely deprivation of rights. It was missing. I had looked up because I'm, I'm a paralegal graduate at that. I looked up some case laws in Florida where people were suing them for it. So I added that in there too. And <laughs> I'm also seeing your screenshot where well, you can see that they didn't make any deposits just about every other day because she has to retro pay me for the first time that I ever applied for food stamps. And now and that right there. Oh, yeah. that is. She has to go through that. Oh, my goodness, yes. That is, ooh, come on with it. And, you and, know, this touch all, base and this inflation. is all according to our rights. This is all yes. according to the rights. And I don't mean no civil rights. I mean our human rights. And, see, once we stand on them, then all that talk they do is nothing but legalese sleaze. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, and that doesn't even count. That's, that's color of law. 
you know, and Title 18, 241, 242 tells you everybody got to go on that one, you know, and and uh, there's, there's, of course, the other one. But that CFR one you you mentioned, that is very important. What color of law, so people know what you're talking about, because, you know, these are terminologies that people probably not even familiar with. It's 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 not law. It looks like law. It's like I said earlier. They are in. They are at law, and we are in law. And mm-hmm. see, they try to make us at law. That means at law means like putting your foot in the swimming pool and claiming you went swimming. See, that's what color <laughs> law is, right? Isn't that isn't that what a good analogy of, of, of what it is? Because yeah, it you know is. and. Yeah, and they, see, and and this is why it's so important, and I know you know about this, and that's uh, the uh, Administrative Procedures Act of 1946, which mm-hmm. forces them to respond to you. And also, we have the Supreme Court case Gardner versus Broderick, 1968, says any time you receive any presentment from the public, and you claim to be a public servant. In any way, shape, or form, you've taken an oath to have the job, et cetera, et cetera. You have 72 hours within which to respond. And the reason why they, uh, uh, that was unquote, and that's because the New York police, which this case was about, uh, had all these thousands of complaints they never responded to, right? And the Supreme Court told them, they, yeah, you got any time you get anything from the public, you got to respond in 72 hours. And that's not just some. Floozy stuff just to, just to get in the mail. No, you have to respond accordingly. And and why we do this is we put them on notice. See that word notice is very very important. Please please expound on that. Yes, it does. And and so what the color of law form is, which is located on the Department of Justice website, it's a violation warning of denial of rights on the color color of law. And the violation warning warning is 18 U.S.C. 242 and 18 U.S.C. 245 and 42 U.S.C. 1983. So it's basically a legal notice and warning. Anytime you're in court or you're asked to go to court, you need to be filing this form in there. Because I'm letting you know right here, whatever we got going on in this case, I'm warning you. Right. Hey, that's how you do it. Yes, ma'am. Yep. And and see what I'm. And I. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Finish your. Go ahead. Finish it. Then I'll step in. What you learned? No, I just I just learned that that these these uh, uh, appointed or selected or these people uh, these pretenders because that's what they really are uh, pretending to be public servants. Uh, you can't be a public servant for real because you don't have a bond that's backed by gold and silver, nor do you have a proper oath. And these are the two things we catch them on every single time, that they don't do this because they're incorporated, and the corporation doesn't enforce it because, you know, you know how it is. We'll get to that next week, you know. Mm -hmm. So we catch them all the time on this, and, and especially attorneys, oh, they we can really just slap them around like they're nothing because they never have their FARA filed correctly. What is the FARA? 
that's the federal uh, law of having to do with foreign agents. That's called yeah. Foreign Agent Registration Act. Mm-hmm. And those are the, the attorneys, all attorneys must be registered with the secretaries of state as foreign agents. They work for the British. They are bar members. B stands for British, not American. Yep. This is why I'm a paralegal and I have not went for to being an attorney. Come on, girl. I, you got it. That's, uh, and I have uh I have uh the hand raised here and this is Mr. Myron Rice. And we're gonna bring what? Myron Rice up here to the table. Yes. Mr. Rice. Yeah, yes, hey. sir. Hello people. How are you doing? Welcome, welcome. Great. Yes, thanks for reminding me, Beverly. I got so many things, okay. you know, on my plate. I know. Um, I know. Everything, uh, you know, talking about the fire, the Foreign Agent Registration Act, um, those they're supposed to be registered with the Department of Justice before they even walk in the courtroom. That's the status situation. You know, those three things, status, jurisdiction, and adjudication, those three have to be done in the court. And if you just go to the status, their status, well, who are they? Who, what, what makes them come in when they have an oath with England, you know, or, or some corporation, a state of Michigan or the state or whatever state you're in? They, they're foreign, and they're coming in trying to tell American citizen what to do. You, you know, mm-hmm. that, that's uh, something that you, need to, that you need to be pointing out. What is your status? Even the judge, what's your status? Because these judges take oaths, and they don't even take the proper oath, but they do take several. They take about three oaths, you know, with the, with the uh, England, with the state, and then at the judge's level, too. So they, they have so many allegiance. <laughs> Why are they calling you in? What what happened? What happens to you? Now, some of the responses that I have done, and they've been pretty successful, or they go away, is that 72 hours he's talking about? Fax them something. Mm-hmm. Whatever they give you, whatever presentment, you just put on the top of it. I do not want a contract with you. I don't want to accept your offer. And fax it to them. Because faxes mm-hmm. and electronic mail, all that stuff now is good. You can't get 72 hours and really get it through the USPS. I'm just letting you know. Just yeah. fax it to them. And I make what you call a, a stamp, you know. I uh, um, put it on, I would type what I just mentioned. I'll put it on transparency paper. And when they send me their presentment, I just put that transparency on top of it. You know, I do not accept your offer. I don't want a contract with you. And I make a copy of it. So I don't mess with the original, but I have a copy of what I want to say. And then with your same uh, copy machine, most of them have faxes included now. I don't know if you can buy a printer without a fax scanner and copy on it. And they won't, they, and you well, call them and say, what's your fax number? They, they <laughs> Get them. Get them. Yeah, what's your fax number? I'm not wasting a postage stamp on you. Do you know about and the I registered email? Because that's what I like. You know, go ahead. Do you know about the registered email? 
registered email. Oh, yeah, you can send registered email. How do you do that? Um, let me um one moment. Let me get you the site. I love it because that's how I communicate with the Department of Children and Family at times. It's called registeredemail.com. You can send and receive a certified email from registered email for secure and legal proof of email delivery. Okay, okay. That's good to know. All right. So, uh, but Myra was the first. Go ahead, Myra. Yeah, is this a is this a site where you would go and fill out a form or something? Because no. how would that how would you know their email? How would I how would it, they use your email, but they send it in a registered um, the platform that they use is registered okay. email. So it's like your email is in the forefront, but it has the verbiages at the bottom, and it also sends you confirmation when they open it, how long they open it and seen it, and if they forward it to another. Pretty much um, records all of that. Okay. Okay. All right, Beverly, what were you about to say? No, I was saying that you was the uh, first one that brought to the table that I heard of that was talking about 1099's OID. And, uh, you know, I was just, we were talking about the uh, 1099s earlier. Uh, And, you know, this is tax season. And so a lot of people not even familiar with the 1099s and what they do and and things like that. And a lot of people was afraid of them, you know, was telling people, don't use them, you'll go to jail. And, And now I'm seeing a lot of people are talking about the 1099s now. Again, the problem being that the uh, the 1099, if you again look under publication 1212, page seven, under nominee, Irish publication 1212, page seven, under nominee, you would see that it's the 1099 comes from the corporation. It's like a W-2 comes from your employer. You get it from them. The reason you haven't received them is because they don't know who the owner is because they say they will give 1099 to each owner. But when you sign the contract, you say, I will pay you every month. Does that sound like an owner? No, that's a debtor. You sign as a debtor. So you need to correct that. And when you receive a bill, you could do, do a 1099-A and state that you were the lender and they were the borrower. Boom. Now you letting the IRS know, you letting them know. That's one of the ways you can be a creditor instead of a debtor. I mean, there's other nationalities that you can have. There's treaties that you can assign yourself, the, the Peace and Friendship Treaty, get a certified copy of it. You know, those are uh, statuses. Again, status is the first thing that has to be done in court. Mm -hmm. Now, if you don't know what their status is, at least you put in your status before you walk in that door if you go into the court. That's right. If you go in. We're not supposed to go in there unless it's by special appearance only. Yes. Only. Special appearance. But who are they? 
Your Honor, who, who, who are they? Because they're supposed to tell the judge who they are before they walk in the courtroom, too. That's Where's correct. your foreign agent registration at? There you go. Get them. I just use the uh, I just use the notice and demand for credentials and identification quo warranto, uh, you know, because that puts them in their proper place, gives them proper time, gives them the proper understanding that they're supposed to have with this document, and also I send them a notice of waiver of tort because they're you know if they don't give it they're torturing because they're doing not doing their duty, and so therefore you bill them fifteen thousand a day until they do it. And therefore, you get real good results, you know, because usually they don't answer or don't be, be bothered with it, and so they agree, right? Yeah. It, it sounds like something that I would fax in right along with that I don't want to contract with you thing. Oh, listen. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Cause that, and people, you know, the things you want to say, I saved a lot of money. I know a guy has stamps. He made had these stamps, paid about four hundred dollars stamps. All I did is go get uh, some transparency, yep. make it red, use a um, what is it, PowerPoint and Microsoft, and mm-hmm. make it at an angle, and just make it at an angle. Correct. You yep. will you'll be surprised. Uh, your results. And a lot of stuff I do, not only that, underneath it, I will put down there, I quit. <laughs> quit. You will resign. If you don't resign from the corporation, then you always a U.S. citizen. Because oh, you are get ancient. Him. <laughs> get him, get him. You are, you are ancient. I resign. I haven't got an IRS bill in almost eight years. Because when they sent me one in 2015, I told them, I quit. I quit. And I put it in the newspaper. Here's the affidavit of publication. I put it, I use the power of the press. I put it in the newspaper. And the affidavit of of publication means that nobody rebuttaled my quitting. Right. So that's correct. Your name, that's not your name. That's not your social. I haven't used the social in probably about eight, nine years. Because I created my own living estate. I'm a living man. I create my own estate. And it has an EIN number. Now I'm finding I don't even have to really have an EIN number. You can get an estate without it. But I haven't yet anyone to show me. But I have heard people have done it. But that, that hasn't. But the point is, if you quit, anytime you get any kind of presentment, and it's got the all-cap name, and it's referencing to your Social Security number, that is associated to the all-cap name, I'm not the one. I'm not the agent. I quit. That's correct. So I I avoid everything at the get-go, people. Every state, just put down resignation and put your state down, and you will see how you can resign from this corporation, which is your state, state of Michigan, state of Ohio, state of Illinois. I quit. I don't want. I don't want to be responsible of receiving any bills because that is your job description. May I ask, please, uh, question? Let me ask a question here. Uh, 
in that case, though, if you have something, for example, if the if you have a QCIP number on a case that they had against you, and there was a, a, a you know the amount that the bond that they have on you, because if they don't have a bond on you, they can't operate. They they have no money, and so what what I found is that if if you're going to collect on that, you have to go to the DOJ. Now the DOJ is a corporation too, so how how, how do you how do you handle that? Again, because I quit as an agent and say I'm not the beneficiary, I still receive everything, social, all that if I want it. All that's part of benefits that you get. Anytime mm. someone has anything to give you, it is for the beneficiary. Uh-huh. I see. Of see. all cap names. Mm-hmm. I didn't quit I'm not I didn't quit being a beneficiary of the name. I'm just an agent to receive any bills. Understand it. Read the job description, and you are the agent. Michigan is resident. Most states are registered. Agent, you was appointed that when you got your driver's license. Now they got a name and an address. Right. So so they said every, every corporation must have a registered agent. And that's who's supposed to get all the correspondence. And their job is to promptly forward it to the manager of the corporation, the manager direct director of that corporation. So I'm not, I, I'm not the middleman any longer. I quit being the middleman. I believe it's the Secretary of State has to handle everything. Mm. So it doesn't, I, I don't buy, I know it is in Illinois, so I assume it might be in Michigan, but I, I don't worry about it anymore. Don't, just don't send it to me. And what I call the Cal- IRS. They send me. Go ahead. What about Cali, California? I'm not sure. I, I mean, uh, you could quit anywhere because yeah, it's exactly. the state of California. Not California state. It's right. the state exactly. of California, the corporation. Exactly. I got it. That's why you do a UCC-1. So, yeah, that's why you do a Uniform Commercial Code filing of one which I think protects you, uh, puts everything down, all, it lists all, everything in your security agreement. There's nothing left out of all anyway. So, uh, and then that way you are in control of the all capital letter name that they use. And you're not, so if time they, if time they use it, it's a million dollar fine. So, you know. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't use UCC because UCC is part of the state. A non-UCC is not recorded with the state. But it's right. under the republic. That's where I'm going to operate. Now, I can notify whoever's trying to come at me, hey, i got a non-UCC, which you, you should have that for you and your wife, and put a UCC-1 on your children. Mm-hmm. So now, but put the trust as being the secure party creditor. Right. There you go. Mm-hmm. I got it. I appreciate it. And so we need to really get into trust diversion. Or, or do you handle trust? Do you uh, show people or help people start a trust? Um, no, because um, okay. I'm new to the trust operating in myself. Okay. But I refer anyone to Leach is very diverse in that. That is like his number one arena, and he the one help me with my trust. Okay, okay. So there are I people just, out there. I just want them. 
Okay, you the tax mm-hmm. person. And mm-hmm. there's people out there that do deal with uh, trusts. So the thing is, uh, Mr. Myron, uh, we have to get out of being doing things as an individual. Yes, you you never do as a, a work as an individual. You always work as an estate, and even when you go in the courtroom, you need to be in a state because they know estates have money. An estate always have money, so you walk in and then. You would you have make it or you could do a living trust a state we call a state trust you really got both sides so you one or the other and the judge if you do a special appearance or special deposit to the judge he becomes a trustee and you become the the grantor it's like you switch positions you're no longer a debtor creditor. But now you're talking about a trust with trustees, and the judge is always both been a trustee for you in your estate. He's always the trustee, so you give him an order of what to do, called special deposit. They're like special appearance, the same thing. I'm here the special appearance as a special deposit to this court. Now you don't flip the script on that judge. He works. Now when you say special, so when you say special, are you coming into the courtroom as a private or under the estate? You're not coming in as an individual. Is that what that means? Yeah, and once you put special deposit, it automatically deal with an estate trust. Okay. Automatically. Like I say, it takes you out of the creditor debtor, which is what they want you to come in as. And they already say you owe. They just want to find out how you're going to pay it. That's it. That's what they're going to do that the judge is doing. Figure, well, you, there's like tax court. It's you're not saying, going to tax court saying you don't pay taxes. You're saying, yes, I owe. And now mm-hmm. we're going to figure out how you're going to pay them off. That's right. <laughs> yep. Guilty until proven innocent. <clears throat> Can't prove no yeah. innocence. <laughs> but you can't you can't say what you are if you work for them. If you work for McDonald's and you got to work under the rules of McDonald's and the charters of McDonald's, that's all they are. They are nothing more than McDonald's. Quit having them clown you around, people. They're clowning you. Get out. They all I have to quit. do a caffer. They all have to do a caffer every year, folks. You know, no. If you know that, you you can find out how much money they got of yours, or at least fun. Yeah. But no, quit, quit letting them clown you, clown you around, folks. Don't quit letting them clown you around. Just quit. You don't lose any benefits. Oh, I get Social Security. Oh, I get FIA. No, ain't got nothing to do with that. Because you sign all the documents, and if you look at the line of your passport or your check, it says authorized representative, authorized representative, authorized representative, authorized representative, and it's so close together, it looks like a line. So you are not that. I quit being authorized representative. I, I can still sign as one. However, I am not the agent to receive all the debts. So they have to give it to 
the agent, and you are an agent. That's why you get bills and presentments and coupons, checks. You get all that because you are the agent. Quit being an agent. Quit being an agent. But you could be an authorized representative, and you know, authorized representative, uh, autograph, what do they start with? AU. What's AU? Folks, gold. What's chemistry field? Folks, what's AU? Gold. There you go. Your signature is gold. Your autograph is gold. Your signature is a dead nature. Gold. We're giving them that dead nature. By colon, last, comma, first, dash, middle. You don't have a middle name. The post office don't recognize the middle name. Social Security don't recognize the middle name. Hey, hey, tell it, sister. Oh, my goodness. Yes, indeed. That's Mr. Myron. He's a man. (laughs) Myron, I'm sorry. (laughs) No no problem. I use this voice to get rid of my debt collectors. May I speak to Mr. Rice? No, you cannot. (laughs) I'm his executor of this state. How can I help you? Oh. Well, it's private. Well, I know all his financial situations, and I take care of all his finances. So if you don't want to talk to me, then you don't want to talk to him because you can never talk to him. And That's well, how you answer. You answer the phone. You answer the phone with, this is the estate of Mr. Rice. This is the executive estate of Mr. Rice. May I help you? That's oh, how you answer the phone for numbers that you're not familiar with. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. They don't have a call ID on there. It's probably a bill collector. This is the executive office for Mr. Rice. May I help you? Well, can I speak to no? You cannot, but I am part of I am his, you know, executor. I'll do his handle his affairs. How can I, you know, can you can explain it to me? Mm-hmm. And if how they don't want to talk it. They, if they want to talk to me, then they can't get you a notice. Half the time, I get I get hung up on after I tell them that click. I'm like, oh, that's you ever had a bill collector hang up on you? I have hundreds of them. I, I love, just it. Laugh. I love it. Yeah, I, I I try to nip it off at the beginning. I don't want to go through a whole lot of stuff. Nip it off at the beginning. This is the executive office of Mr. and whoever you are, or Mrs. and whoever you are. And they need to talk mm-hmm. to the office first, to the executive, executrix of the office. Wow, you got it. This, this is also awesome. Well, I mean, wow. We've been, we need this so and bad. It, yeah, because, you know, just like uh, all of this that's going on here, these are remedies, you know, these are solutions, just like Diversion was telling us about the food stamp. You know, people saying they can hear the remedy is that you, they will give you all the, the stamps you need to buy the food. So it don't matter how high the food is, you're still able to purchase food here. And, and all of these things that you are telling the people about, these are remedies. So, you know, Whatever they're trying to do, they're not going to be able to do it if you know how to use the remedies. 
Yeah, I think and, the major and, problem is people, people don't know who they are. See, you don't know who you that, are, then yeah, how do you Yeah, how do you expect to win when you don't know who you are? You are an employee of your state. Employee of your state. Now, like any employee, if I don't like my boss, I quit. quit. But most people don't even know that they are dealing with corporations. That's the first thing, you know. Like you say, state of Michigan, the state of California, they're thinking they're dealing with government. They don't know that they're dealing with corporations and they are employee of a corporation. They don't know that. No, No, they don't. And and it is weird. They have you conditioned first day of every class you went to, they call your all-cap name, and you say, here? Yeah. Here? <laughs> yes, and they took roll call. It don't matter what class, college, don't matter where you at. The first day, when they call your all-cap name, here? And you. I know who you is. I know I'm an agent for that name you call him, teacher. <laughs> That's right. Teacher know they're going to have a problem with that child, but I'm an agent for that name. Yep. And and again, listeners, uh, we have Mr. Rice on the phone with us. We have Diversion on the tax person on the phone. We have Brother Tariq. So if you need any answers, call in, 323-642-1586. you have any questions, uh, you have people on the line here that can give you some answers. And I know this is, for some people, this is new information. Some people, they heard it, but they don't understand it. And so, um, you know, here's your opportunity to understand or ask a question about something you don't understand. So what uh, what are some suggestions? Um, Where should people start, Mr. Rice? Where should they start on this journey? For people that's like, this is all new to me. I I don't know where to go, what to do. So where should they start at? Well, first understand, what are they charging? Always your name and your social. Get rid of them. You don't need your social. Matter of fact, you're not supposed to give it to There's only like five different, and I don't know exactly what they are, five different departments that a social is required. Other than that, no one even, you don't even need to use your social. It, it really Correct. don't matter. And I mean contracts or whatever, you don't need your socials. Was well, that why everything you do, they ask for a social number? Now, they ask for a social in your signature. Those are everything that you do. I mean, they you got to sign or give out your social in order to get anything from these corporations. Yeah, because you're you're dealing back. Actually, when you, you do the one, you're, you're going with the crown because – that's that's King George III got us uh, paying reparations to England for the loss of the War of 1812. 
that's one trick they got us under. And then there's two, three to four more hundred more they got too that Brother Byron here is telling us about. And and those are the basics. If you don't know those basics about the story, whose story is it? It's, it's not his story. It's our story. We did all this, you know. And we have to, we should know this, these basics. But again, not we're get not it. taught it. No, Brother Fool says to you. And and diversity. What uh, what do you, what what do you suggest people do if they want to file their taxes? Uh, they can come to you, and and what's the first thing that they need to do? Do they need to get their papers to uh, kind of walk us through this? Um, when they come to me, they just need to bring whatever information for us that they have. I'm able to okay. be able to identify if there's something missing. So at that time, I will submit to them an 8821 form if you're willing for me to pull the entire transcript. Because I like mm-hmm. to evaluate if I can really do for you. But with start there, you know, just keeping good records of everything that you've done so that I can really okay. dive deep in what I get for you, or basically what you're entitled to point for that entire year that you've done all that fitness. Okay. Right. I think, is that you, Mr. Myron? Put yourself on. Go ahead. Go ahead, Diversion. Are you there, Diversion? That was pretty much it, because I I really can't give you an in-depth. Mm-hmm. response on that unless I see it because each individual situation okay. is none of the same. I'm, I'm doing a I'm doing a phone call. Just come over tonight. Okay, let me uh let me put Mr. Rice on hold here. Let's see. Okay. I'm sorry. All right. Can you hear me? That's okay. Yeah, we can hear you now. We can hear you now. All right, I'm sorry. I keep I I'm on the cabins, like I got these fat fingers, and they seem to be touching stuff, cutting me off. Anyway, um, again, I would I would quit. First of all, uh, the next thing you want to do is make everything you have as being private: your car, your house, your children. And to do that, you need to have a will. You can go to uswillregistry.com to create a will. And uh, have a, put a schedule A for asset and put all your assets, your children's birth certificate, your birth certificate, the title to your car, the title to your house, all that stuff go in there to make it private. Cop stop you, say, I'm sorry, this is a private vehicle. And you can show them when you register it with, you have to register these items with the uh, 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 probate court. And they're going to give you a, a receipt back, which is called a certificate of deposit, which is a, a has a Q, you can get a QCIP number for it. It is a currency. It's actually considered a security that you will be having because you're going to have access accesses in there that's worth, worth something. So that's uh, the next thing. To make things private, so if anyone cops that, I'm sorry, it's a private vehicle. Uh, I'm not giving you any information or nothing. 
Um, and, and and you could do it and make sure everything you be doing that you put it, use the power of the press so they can get you the affidavit of publication. You know, it's only put in there what three times, and then it then it never show it never show again. And you got a copy of it, so that's what you can show here. To, you know, put that affidavit right through the window, highlight what it is that you done. This now, do you been... have to have something at the Secretary of State uh, to? Do you have to have something filed with them to let you know that, you know, because they're the one that hands out the driver's license and license plates and all of that. Okay. Any, and and, and as the Bible said, you know, when they asked him about paying taxes and he said, well, who faces on there? Caesar. Give Caesar what's his. All those pretty little green certificates that you filed in in your cabinet, for your car and things like that, you have to surrender it back to them. Give it back to them and then make an affidavit with the same information on it, but you're saying this is for my use. This is for me to use. In an affidavit, you sign it, you notarize it, you authenticate it with the state, and you did, you let the Secretary of State know, like my vehicle, you know, when I got my vehicle. This is the vehicle I'll be driving, and these are the places I'm going to have on there. So you can create your own place. Mm, and remember, let me, let me tell you something, <clears throat> folks. On that green card, because people may not know this, so I'm giving you a little hint. On the green card, there is an empty spot there. There's a blank spot on that green card where they're supposed to sign it at the top. In that green yep. spot, you write down what you're sending them in regard to, you know, surrendering my title, uh, my birth certificate, surrender, mm. whatever mm. it is, when you get the green card back, that means when they, whoever signed it, they knew why they sweat, what it was you were giving them. And you mm. have proof. Mm, mm, mm. <clears throat> Isn't that powerful? Yeah, I usually also add that that little uh, electronic signature as well, a return receipt, because that verifies that other signature as well. So you really got them in a in a in a double whammy if you do it do it that way. Yeah, I just I just want you. I mean, you got the green card back, and that's that's good as well. And then what I would do is I did the uh, card of the uh, Freedom of Information Act and told them I send this document, this this paperwork into the Secretary of State. Could you please tell me what is the status? What they did is they sent my letters back to me that I sent them. They sent it they sent it back to me, but it had a time stamp on it. Now, that's better than the green card, if you ask me. It got a time stamp. What that mean? That means they received it in their office. I don't care if they put it in file 13, which everybody knows it's a trash can. I don't give a damn. We <laughs> gave them notice. All we do is supposed to give notice. When you write them, that is in regard to giving notice to whatever it is you're trying to do. I'm yep. surrendering my certificate. You guys surrender their certificate of title, which is just a color of title for mm-hmm. some item. It's colorful. Mm-hmm. 
But yep. I did an affidavit with the same information. They don't right. respond when I tell them to respond. What does it become? What's an affidavit that doesn't get rebutted? A law. It is law. <clears throat> it's law. It's 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 in law. In right? law. In law. And that's better than in law. <laughs> that's right. Much better than that law. Because <laughs> we so are attorneys in law. We all attorney in law. Michigan got a law, so, and you're attorney in law, which makes you better than attorney at law. And, and and they say you can't practice. But excuse me, how many people have heard? Ignorance of the law is no excuse. How That's many times awful. you hear that? Come on. That's right. Especially well, for those on the public dole. No that means you must be an attorney or a lawyer. I would say lawyer. Attorneys are licensed. Law- lawyers could be your best friend. Either way, you have the right to write up your law. And that's how you do through an affidavit. So I have, if the state don't want to give me back my certificate, of my title, after I paid the car off and I don't owe them anymore, then I'll create my own and I'll give them back what they have. Here, take this little nice, pretty green sheet of paper that you gave me and, and I don't care, put it in file 13, but you have to get rid of it. I'm no now, longer obligated on, to it. What about on that title when Usually you get it from, the, let's say you go to the dealership and and then you go to the bank, the dealership bank, and they finance the car. Now, they have their name on there, and they usually have it in a box, and they say they the first lien holder or however they say that. So what do you, the most people is like, you know, they in charge, and that's how they approach you. Like, you know, our name is on here first, and you got to make sure we paid off first. Well, she told us how to protect our signature. I mean, he, Mr. Mr. Byron told us how, how to protect our signature. You, I, I, I explained this last week about the judge told us in Minnesota that you always put capital B, small y, colon, which means all rights and remedies reserved. They know that. And then you put your family name first, comma, first name, and then if you need a middle, that's just, you know, I don't even bother with that. But that's how I I always, yeah, that's my signature right there. That's the real one. And and I own that. You know, they cannot mess with that. But she's talking about the goods themselves. And how do you do the good? Mm-hmm. Well, Beverly, I hope you do your homework assignment because you already know what we're going to have to do. <laughs> we're going to have I to know. do a petition for summary judgment because we got a copy of the the uh, note or whatever we signed to get the uh, goods, and we will see that it's, it moved from being a um, – what were what we – promissory, a promise to pay a debt has been changed to an order to pay the debt. You won't see paid to the order. They change it. They convert it from a promise to pay, which is what you sign. I sign an estate on the mortgages or whatever. I promise to pay this every single month to month. 
until it is completely paid off. I promise to do that. But if you get a copy of that, certified copy of that, whatever you sign, and it says pay to the order on it, that means it was converted to a security. It's no longer a promise. That is your proof that it got paid off the signature at the closing. Now, reconvey uh, the title back to me. Reconvey the title to me because I paid it and you didn't right. give me a receipt. You right. didn't give me a receipt from the note. You gave them a note. I don't care if it's a uh, uh, a promissory note or you did a what? A re, um, what is it? Refinancing. Refinance. No. It's a note. Yeah, you refinance it. Let's say someone refinances. The wording's a little bit different on there, but it still has to be a security for them to get Federal Reserve money. So that means they have to put that stamp on there. And if you get it, it's usually three of them on there. Make sure you ask for the front and the back. Because sometimes they slick because the back is private and they'll put it on the back of it. Mm-hmm. Like they used to put it on the back of our checks when we were younger and got checks and you would get the checks back. When you flip it over, you'll see pay to the order on there. That means mm-hmm. order. It's changed. Mm-hmm. It's changed. It's your original doc- And it was done after you signed it because that pay to the order wasn't on there when I signed it. So they went and changed your paperwork. And collecting money off of it because it becomes what they call a bearer's bond. That means whoever signs on that, pays to the order, and they put their signature on it, the bank going to give them money. They get paid, but wait a minute. How come my initial note didn't get paid? That's the trick that's going on, folks. Mm-hmm. See? That's yep. So when they are taking I people hear. homes and when they take people homes and take people cars and when they say that you don't pay, this is your collateral, those are not the collateral. That's what that's where they're getting people. People don't understand that. Those are your consumer goods. And the other thing, Beverly, I'm is so- that they are working off of your promise to pay. They are working off of what okay. you signed to promise to pay, but it was converted to order. So please, everybody, ask for your original document. And if it's a stamp on there, whether they filled it out, don't matter. An order means it was converted. It is a security. Security is money. They were able to get Federal Reserve notes money on that promise to pay that you signed. So you have to, I'm just trying to get the terms here. Promise to pay. I promise to pay as opposed to order, pay to the order. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So somebody got orders to do it. Wow. Mm -mm -mm. And we know we're military, so someone gives you an order, what do you do? You better pay, you better. You better follow it. But that's how you so, can win so all your me, arguments in the court. So, and so all we're doing is a I summary can, judgment. I'm sorry. I okay. hear. No, no. Go, go, I'll, 
I was just trying to break it down so people can really understand what you're saying. So just say, for instance, you go into the dealership and you purchase an automobile and you sign the uh, application. So when you sign that application, you told them you uh, you was going to promise to pay about you was going to promise to pay them with with the IOUs, which is the notes. But then they took your application, you saying, and they took it and turned it into a security. And is, am I am I explaining it right, or what? What am I missing here? Nah, you you got it right on. You got it right okay. on. You need to put a star on your forehead, like in kindergarten. You got it. <laughs> okay, now why? Okay, so we study paying them notes, and we, and if we stop paying them notes, and they tell us that well, you haven't paid us your IOU that you promised that you signed this application saying you was going to pay this IOU. So we're going to come and we're going to get the collateral, which is the vehicle that, and you're saying that the vehicle was paid when you filled out the application and they made it into a security. So if that vehicle was $60,000, that it was paid off when you signed that application and they turned it into a security. Is that correct? Uh, the only thing you aired is the vehicle is not collateral. The promissory no. note mm-hmm. is the collateral. Promissory note. The Promise goods, to pay. Right. The goods are free. Everything's been prepaid. Your vehicle all got a VIN number. That means the federal yeah. government already paid to fix it. They already paid to make it. I'm sorry. They already paid to make the vehicle. Where you are paying for the dealership and the house, a mortgage is the taxes on what it costs to make that vehicle. But the federal government got a stamp. That VIN number is a federal government stamp saying we built this vehicle. But there needs to be the taxes need to be paid. So that was at the dealership. It don't cost $35,000 to build a car. That car probably cost $35 million to build, $3.5 million to build. Four times, so all you do is paying right. the taxes on the car. Now, if you want, you know how to give, and you need to. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. But the whole object, the, the object is again, the car was paid for through the promissory note, which was converted into a security. And they can't argue it. Because they know they got paid. Why they got paid? Because you, you got the car. And the dealership got their money. So that means they use, they got Federal Reserve notes from the Treasury. They, it's kind of hard to argue that. <laughs> but I they the want good. to tell you, and they want to tell you that, no, that's not correct. They want They want you to continue to send them notes. So they get paid twice. They get paid from the government, and they want you to continue to send them those notes every month that you pay. So they getting they double dipping. Yeah. So you need to ask the judge to show for them to prove in an affidavit 
signed by a notary that they never received any funds for that car, for that house, for that credit card. Wow. Show the proof that you did not get any money. And make sure you have a notary sign it, you know, make it official. Because you're going to get that. caught in a big-ass and you don't want to do that. They can't do that, though. They're not even allowed to, <laughs> to do no, no. no affidavits. <laughs> I mean, you got them. <laughs> the Title 15 got them hung up as well. Yeah, they're messing up everywhere. Yeah. So I'm I'm trying to put another twist on it. People quit paying. That means all the payments that you made, if it was paid for at the closing, you should get all your money back now. Wait a minute, you you collected like I say, you double dipping. I want my money back. That is your counterclaim. You have to have a counterclaim to be a real creditor. If you don't put no money on there, they they're not going to respond to you. Because you're not hurting them, in, hurting them in your pocket like they hurt you in yours. Mm-hmm. That's why you bill so them. Not- That's why you bill them as, as public servants. They don't do what you say. You bill them. You know, that's what you do. Hey. And you get results, breach, too. Breach, breach of trust. Trustee, that's a breach. They don't want to go breaching. Nope. And we warn them about them oath takers. If you take an oath and you violate it, that's that's you. That's 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 what they call treason. And they can and they can guillotine you if they want to. <laughs> and so again, yeah, but I always know who you're talking to. And 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 don't be yeah, talking. Always know who you're talking to. The... Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, just make mm-hmm. sure you talk to somebody who's bonded. Because you can sue somebody who's bonded. You can put them on a UCC1 if they are bonded. But you can't bond a, a clerk, a secretary, a cashier. You, you, you can't bond them. You can't sue them. So you always talk to the CEO or the CFO. And, and those other, what they call gatekeepers, they're blocking you from talking to those folks, but that's who you need to be addressing to. And I yeah. always say on the second response in administrative, uh, where you say opportunity to cure, I want his opportunity to cure, uh, you put a copy of a UCC1 putting the CFO name as the first debtor, put yeah. the corporation name as the second debtor, <laughs> put your trust Put your trust as a secure party, uh, secure party creditor, not your name, not your social, but your trust with the EIN number. And yep. box number five, under uh, the collateral, multiply it by three, and that's what you want back. Now on the last line, you said, I do not want any retaliation against me. From from what's stated above. Perfect, perfect. Open and close. 
And so, you know, when you know these remedies, no one should be walking around here pulling their hair out, uh, worrying about bills and things like that. And and all of this that they're trying to, mm -hmm, yeah. You're crying about somebody else's bill. Why are you crying about what belongs 18 U.S.C. 8? Look at it. I got like a checklist. Like you go grocery shopping, I got a line in front of it. So when I get something, I go and check it to see, oh, okay, they gave me this. And all of it belongs to the United States. I tell people about that movie uh, Boondocks with Huey, and he did that Christmas play. Contract. We had a contract. Executive Order 6102, the president said, bring in your gold, and we will take care of all your debts. We'll get you Federal Federal Reserve. Well, well, there wasn't Federal Reserve notes at that time. They were just bank notes, federal notes. That it was their debt. Contract. Yep. Go get a certified copy of that. Contract. You said you gonna pay all my bills. Right. Contract, folks. Yep. And then another yep. thing, also, just like if a person purchased, like say, a two hundred thousand dollar home, or you purchase a sixty thousand dollar car, uh, you can t- write that whole amount off on your taxes. Can't you do that too? Mm-hmm. It, it came out of your estate, didn't it? Yep, that's mm-hmm. right. Yes, that's true. So you get all of that. You you getting a refund back for two two thousand, three thousand, and when you're supposed to be getting a refund back for the whole sixty thousand for the car or two hundred thousand for the house. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. All, 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 all of that is the OID, and that is why everything you open up at the bank and you pay on the car, whatever the car was initially paid for with the note and all the, all the payments you did thereafter every single month for five years on the car, it's all at the Federal Reserve Bank escrow account at the Federal Reserve Bank, and it's a temporary account. Because they know if you OID it, the money would come out and come to you. But you're not telling these people that you are not a clown, that you are not a U.S. citizen. Right. You're not pretending. You're not a minor. You're not, not a, a minor. That's why they're calling us a minor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you be asking for stuff. I'm surprised. I know one friend of mine. They said they, they sent him a sucker. I guess they say, you're a kid. What are you talking to us for? Take this sucker and go mm. away. Yeah, that's how they see you. Yeah. Because they set yeah. up this system and didn't show us how to use the system. You know, it's like they give us a car but didn't teach us how to drive the car. <laughs> They they made us bankers. We are all bankers. But they didn't tell us how to do banking. Right, exactly. They never. 
Our parents gave us a piggy bank when we were a kid, but they never said how to manage a piggy bank because they didn't know themselves. Right. But we are bankers. March the 9th of 1933, um, what is it, 2039, executive executive order? No, it wasn't executive order. It was... It's HJR one ninety two. No, 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 no. This is this is what Roosevelt did in nineteen thirty three, March the ninth. That's the bankruptcy. Proclamation, proclamation, a proclamation twenty thirty nine. Oh, really? Presidential proclamation twenty thirty nine. A person is a financial institution. Hmm. We were all made bank because he saw the banks coming. They seen it. These presidents, they saw this, and they were like, "Oh well, we better make it. You know, put it at equal footing for the folks, so they can operate as a bank." But they never mm. told you. But you are one bank talking to another bank. Aren't you not doing banking when you be depositing money, withdrawing money, paying bills? Aren't you that's operating correct. as a bank? Yes. Yeah, that's correct. And and even but when you, you go into the court, even when you go into the courtroom, they talking bonds and all of that. That's banking terms, mm-hmm. isn't it? Hey, it's all yeah. banking. That's a bank it's where you bank. go in the courtroom. Yeah, those are banks. Yeah, the, the 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 referee sitting there, he's he's the banker, and the clerk sitting over there trying to act like the flunky is in charge of the court, and so. Everything that you do inside the courtroom under special appearance is on the record for the record. Let the record show that this case is dismissed for <clears throat> for lack of jurisdiction. And and uh, for the most part, that's it. And you walk out. That's what it, that's what has been successful in many cases. And one of mine, I walked out. In fact, I never really went in. <clears throat> I sat up in the gallery and told him I was there on that matter. And and he said you got to come and sit down at the table. I told him no. I pay for this place, and so I I I'll sit here. And he said, well, we'll have a hearing about that in the morning. I said, well, I'll be here. I hope you'll be here. And I left and went down to the clerk, and filed that one notice and demand for credentials and ID. And the next morning at nine o'clock, when I went in there, <clears throat> it was a new lady, and before I even sat in the chair, good, she said you're. Your Honor, the people wish to dismiss this case as per 1385 California Penal Code in the furtherance of justice. <laughs> See, so, yeah, you can, if once you learn who you are, you know how to handle these, these institutions, these places. They're, they work for you. You don't work for them. And that's the first thing you got to know who you are before you can do that. See, so... That's why that's why this information yep. is so important. Yep. We we wear several hats. We all wear several hats. Not one, but several hats that you're wearing. Agreed. And, and you can go in and just take that hat off and throw on another hat and take that off and put another hat on. Uh, I, I mean, we are, we can we are power we are power of attorneys and 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 we are um, you know bankers. We, we we have so many. We are mm-hmm. in a state trust. We're creditors. We're court. We are 
foreign corporations. To them, we're foreign to them. And nobody's using these items because you yep. you got that, yep. I hate to say, public school yep. education to be a U.S. citizen. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, is, is, is that why... Is, is that why the foreigners are coming in from other countries and getting, you know, things because they're not part of the corporation? Some of them are not, no. some of them are not looking for citizenship. No, because when they do that, then they got to pay taxes. But they they exempt. They come in exempt for taxes and stuff. And then you notice how those Arabs, those Cody Islands. Always the name changes after every seven years. They change the name. It was mm-hmm. Billy this year. It's Tommy. It's seven years later. It's Tommy Coney Island. Mm-hmm. And they go to their schools. All these other races. The the Jews in Michigan, Nine Mile Road, Greenfield. Uh, all the uh, the Jews be wearing a little beanie hats. If you go down on Tarman and uh, and Greenfield. The Arabs got their schools. All their children are going to school after public school in the evenings to learn. That's right, learn and their own. They have funds. And we stop yeah, at public school. We should school. on that. We should be doing that every day, every week. Every day. Our people, our children need to be, and grown-ups too, need to be learning this, learning who they are and what they're capable of and what's really going on. Like Malcolm say, we've been hoodwinked. We've been lied to. So I mean, our children just play games after school, you know, football, baseball, and, and their bodies are being destroyed. Football, oh, my gosh, you know. I remember Will Smith came out of a movie about the helmets wasn't packed enough for them. Boxing. Oh, my gosh. Muhammad Ali, goo, 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 gaga. You know, he couldn't even speak good. And the managers didn't get one lick, but they got all that money. Right. Not one lick. And all they didn't get them. hit. Yeah. Yeah. When, when, when are they going to wake up? He didn't get one swing in his face, nope. but he got more money than the guy who actually was boxing. Mm-hmm. That's Same right. with the with the basketball players and the and the football and the baseball players. players. The baseball all of them, players. yeah, yeah. They body getting all messed up, but the the mm-hmm. managers and owners are making all the money. Of course. Yeah, our fine, our fine colored athletes, you know, <laughs> and not doing a thing. And NAACP, man, them Jews running mm. that show. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah, they're but pretenders we, though. We, we just, not. you know, those are pretenders. Those are not no Jews because the only Jews that were ever in the world before eight hundred, before they converted to Judaism right. at the order of the king, we were the only Jews, the Sephardim, the ones with the burnt skin and the hair like lamb's wool. Mm-hmm. 
I was sailing around the Greece Islands and the caves and stuff where, where Paul and them were, were living in caves. They they painted themselves and the disciples. They were blue black, blue black color, blue black. And then at the top of the hill, you know, because the caves were like curved out of the side of the, you know, back then it was like a, a, a like a mountain, and they had little cubby holes where they were living in. But at the top, you know, in the museum, they they white. And I was asking my my tour guide what. Did they get lighter as they were going to the top of the hill? Because they blew black down here and they white up there. What happens, you know? Of course, he didn't have no answer. But <laughs> they, they believe in the black Christ, you know, a, a pope, the black pope. Oh, they believe in the black pope over yep. there, overseas. We're we ignorant here. We, oh, man. Right. We, we didn't even know what the black pope. No, we yeah, but we we following behind the lie. We're not following the truth. We we're following behind somebody's story that have been pumping at us for all this time. And you know, my mother who made it to ninety nine, she went on the Fatima tour, and over there in Poland and France and Spain and Kenya to see the Pope, and she come back talking about, oh yeah, the, they told us that those. That the the black Madonna in 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 Poland and in in France and in Spain was because of the <clears throat> the smoke from the candles. <laughs> wow! <laughs> see, see, and and this is the kind of this is the kind of nonsense that these religious orders, especially the Jesuit orders, and now you know that the Catholic Church is headed up by two Jesuits, the Black Pope downstairs who's who goes every morning to the statue of the black madonna and child and kisses her feet that's his first thing he does in the morning the black pope and he is in charge of all that archive that the catholic church has stolen from all the rest of the world so we need yeah. to, we need to, yeah that's the kind of stuff we need to know about so we know who is who you know because francis is is just out there uh, being a Francis, <laughs> you know, he came over here and told the people, hey, give all that stuff back to the people who were supposed to be getting it, who were supposed to have it, who were the beginning people here, us. He told them to do that in the in the multi proprio, didn't he do that? Yeah, he did that, and the Pope is supposed to be so powerful, yet none of them have done it yet. And we're supposed to have the Nisara and the Gisara, and, 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 and uh, when is it going to be? It's already signed into law by a sick, slick Willie Clinton. Why and why don't we have Nisara Gisara yet? Yeah, that, that, I'm waiting for that. Whenever. In the meanwhile, y'all, then, y'all need to quit. Y'all need yeah, to that's quit. Let's yeah. quit. Yeah, let's quit. I agree with that. Let's quit. <laughs> Yeah, I quit these people, and then that's it yeah. to be done. With. Yeah, there, there is a res. I heard Eon say there's a resignation form. I don't need a form to quit. I just write it out. I don't need a form to quit. Who needs a form to quit? Just write it a letter. In Michigan, you just write, it says a written notice. A 
written notice. Notarized mm. and sent. Faxed. Yeah. Well, everyone, has resigned on the green card. And when you say the green card, you're talking about that green card that you get from the post office when you send mail yeah, it's called or, a, or register mail. 3811. It's called a 3811. The green card from the post office, 3811. Mm-hmm. That's the one that I find. Return receipt. Right, and they would see you wrote it in that empty, there's an empty box there. You said something, some other little writing up in there, but I'm just writing it in an empty box there that says regarding R.E. colon resignation of resident or registered agent, whatever you are. Right. Yep. Woo-hoo. Yeah. The mail tomorrow morning. All yes, ma'am. All your documents, you should have that green card and put that little note in that box so that way when they sign it, they can't say they didn't receive it because you got proof that you did what you were going to do because you wrote it on the green card and they signed it. So it's proof mm-hmm. that they got it. Right. That's why I do the electronic one as well. That that kills them. Wow. I mean, there's just so many yeah. remedies out here that people don't know, and so this is good. Uh, And this is what need to be more classes and to teach the people, you know, what is really going on. That's why we need to have our, like you said earlier, our own private schools so when we leave their schools, we can come to uh, our schools and learn all of these things here. Mm -hmm. Well, we got enough empty schools in Detroit. We got enough empty schools that someone wants to be able to go in there, fix them up, and bring them, and our children need to go there. Because they got to no, start with them. Need... Mm-hmm. Same in L.A. Same thing in L.A. Yeah, so, you know, this is the time to be, what they say, proactive and not reactive. You know, this is not the time to be sitting around crying and worrying, it's the time to take matters into your own hands. And so, you know, we get the information. You have people here like Mr. Rice and Tariq and Diversion, and there's other people that knows what to do. So, you know, these things need to be taught to our young people so they won't be in uh in prison, like you know, they it's like they got everybody in some kind of form of a prison mentally, and and you know, that's where the prison is at the mentally part here. Yeah, Dr. Well, Nani Dr. Makbar's mm-hmm. book, Chains and Images of Psychological Slavery, required reading. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what we in. Not the slavery from back in the day. We are definitely in a mental slavery here. <clears throat> well, uh, Beverly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do, do you have people? You, you don't have people asking questions on this show on your show. That's here? what I was getting ready. Yeah, that's what I was getting ready to tell them. If they don't have any questions to ask, then we're going to end this section out. And so the uh, yeah. the number again is three two three. 
642-1586 and push the number one. If you have a question or a comment, you know, like I say, this is time to ask uh, here. If this information is new to you, ask some questions. If something here that you're not quite sure of, ask some questions. Uh, I do have, the, as you say, the experts are here people that have done the, these procedures and know what they're talking about. They're just not telling you something that they don't know and understand. So um, if we don't have any questions, we can just, um, we can say uh, good night. Hold on. Let me see here. All right. 832-215. You have a question or comment? Yeah, uh, good evening. I'm I'm new to the conversation. Really came in mm-hmm. almost at the very end. So I would w- like to understand what is being said. Is there a way to replay this this evening so I can really get a better understanding of what you all were teaching today? Yeah, listen to yeah, the replay. Yeah, you can go to uh, blogtalkradio.com dot com forward slash truth and the number two and the word power and you can uh, re-listen to the program. Can you repeat that one more time, Blog Talk Radio? All one word, dot com forward slash truth and the number two and the word power. Thank you so much. And you much. can listen to it. Okay. Thank Once you. we finish, about five minutes after we finish, you can you can hear the whole program. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, okay. you'll be a doctor when you hear it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Mr. Rice, and, and Diversion, uh, tell the people again how they can contact you to get their taxes done. The right way. Thank you. If you're interested in taxation done the right way and thoroughly, please give us a call at our office at 407-245-7312. We're available from 9 a.m. to 4.30 p.m., seven days a week until tax season is over with. No, I I left two messages, sister. I left two messages for you this week. I hope to hear back from you this coming week. We will. All right, Don. Thank okay. you. You're welcome. And I have a, another question here. Someone else can. It's raised. Uh, three one three seven one seven. This Kaya. Well, hey, not, Sammy, uh, How you doing today? Yes. How are you doing? How are you doing? I am so great, and thank you for everyone there. We have people on the panel. This is so much information. This is valuable information. I do have a question. Um, so I'm, I heard you talk about the vehicles and the car payment. So if you paid off a car maybe four or five years ago, can you still reclaim that finance money back? Excellent. Yes. Yeah, with, with this tax form, of a 709 that the, the version does in her tax, yes. But under the uh, uh, UV 1040 and 1041, I think you can only go back three years. Am I right about that? 
Natasha. You are. Sister, she, yeah. So she she used a form, the correct form. You can go back to Adam and Eve if there was some money you spend back there and you get back. Mm. Okay. Thank you. So the answer to your question is yes. You can uh, write it, do it, write it off on your tax. Yes. <laughs> and and, and your vehicle. You have to remember everything mm-hmm. is a tax. And the vehicle everything. that you're riding in now. Everything is a tax. Yeah. Yes. Everything is a tax. Yeah. Everything is a tax. Operating in bankruptcy, Chapter 11, how many times have they reorganized? And how many times can you reorganize before you're dissolved as a corporation? Anybody know the answer to that? I believe it's four times, isn't it? I think it's four, and they've done it seven, so... uh, uh, It's a big mess out there. <laughs> yep. It's days of our lives and as the world turns, folks. <laughs> I have um I have one more question. Uh for those Go ahead. if you in a court if you're in a court battle right now, what can you do to stop it? Or what is the first process you need to do? Well, personally, get, ask them for a copy of the a summons and complaint and do it as a, what they call a special deposit. You need to study special deposit. Under Corpus Secundum, um, Volume 9, I think it's Section 265, talks about special deposits and stuff like that. You have to change it out of the debtor-creditor situation into a trust and the judge is the trustee. So do I also go to the Secretary of State? Go ahead. Yeah, I'm just saying that's go back to the court, get get a get the court order and redeposit it back in. Get a certified copy of it and you're gonna redeposit it back into the court as a special deposit. Now we're the only other way. Go ahead. No, the only other way I know what the lady did, she told him I'm a, I, I'm a uh, uh, civilian, and that automatically shut him down. She was able to get her boyfriend out of jail, and he had been in jail for a long time. He didn't mm-hmm. even go to the back to get his stuff. He walked out of the courtroom when she walked out. Because yes. that's my property, and I am a civilian. I got an ID that says non-citizen Civilian national. I made it Ooh. myself because I'm a, I'm a corporation. Yeah. So why can't I have my own ID? There you go. Come on, that's how we do it. So and, and, and who's McDonald? That my ID ain't no good. No, you you worry about your people, your ID, not my corporation. So I have a question. Before you do any of this, do you have to go with the Secretary of State and file, you know, change your name from all caps to the regular how way uh-uh. it should be before you do any of this, or no. you don't have to do none of that? Uh-uh. You you asking if you think about how what question you ask, you you're telling that this 
non-fictional clown, you need their permission? Right. You need their permission? (laughs) They're not even alive. Corporation, corpse, they're dead. You want to ask the dead? I'm alive? Right. Give them notice. I'm just giving them notice. And so here's a question. You, you, you all got here's a question. You need to quit. Yeah, quit. Yeah, that's a good that's a good start. But here's the question. Ask them for their papers. Ask them for uh their um what you call it, their their oath and bonds and their registration as a foreign agent. Those three things right there it stop put a stopple to the whole process. Yeah. You can ask them at any time. You write them yeah, a letter. Yeah. Don't you have to write them a letter. All to get, yeah, and ask them for the certificate of participation because they forge your name. If you're charged, or if you're charged in this case, they have forged your name on a certificate of participation, which is the only way the process can, ha- can happen because there is no money. Remember that, folks. Bonds exist because there is no money. Thank you. Another thing you may want to do is call a oh well. Oh my gosh. It's called a thrum. Well, anyway, I I I gotta go look go look it up again. There's a, everything so, every every court every court has a charge to it, and no one is asking how much they owe. Because if they get if the judge gives you something that says how much you owe, you treat it just like you would any bill. You flip it over, and you say pay to the order of whatever the judge name. Pay to the order, whatever the judge name or the court, without resolution. Without recourse, and then you autograph it by colon, last name, comma, first dash, middle, and give it back to them. Case dismissed. Case solved. And you endorsed it to them back. Penal sum. P-E-N-A-L. What is the penal sum that I owe your honor? Right. No one asked that. This guy spent two months in jail and he only owed fifteen dollars. But he never asked. How much the penal sum was. Huh? So I have one more question. Um, I used to work in financial aid too at a college and uh, you know, students take out loans with grant. So when a student takes out a loan, they're already don't have to pay that money back because it's already uh, I guess registered to them already by applying for it for the application, like like a car. That he paid. Sorry. Yeah. Did, 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 do y'all ask for their social? They do. They ask for uh, when you do a, a loan application, you have to and put your uh, social security number in, and you have to put down um, a reference number as well too, and you have to sign the promissory note. Like today, when you put your money into these machines that they have, they actually insert your note. It's different when you're paying credit or debit. But when you put the cash in, you put in their note. 
So I learned this by taking my tax class and real estate class and noticed that they, they too have the same terminology in so many ways. I'm, I, and I'm also a numerologist, so I study these numbers. Yeah. Well, your, your, social, your social security number is a credit card. People don't even know it. Your social security number is a credit card. And there's a law, and it's, it's called 20 CFR for Code of Federal Regulation, 20 CFR 422-842, terminating or uh, liquidating a collateral, liquidating collateral. Again, 20 CFR 422.842, liquidating collateral. So that collateral that you signed for whatever, that bond or whatever promissory note, the Social Security, Title 20 belongs to the Social Security. They will, if you wake up one morning and say, I don't want to pay this bill no more, then you need to go to that law and find out who is the we will sell and liquidate your collateral. But that's what they're doing anyway. They're taking your collateral and they're putting it on the market and making money, but you are not getting a penny of it. But the Social Security law I just gave you, 20 CFR 422.842, liquidating collateral. They're liquidated. And if there's any money left over, they will give it back to you. Number three. But number one is the one you want, one and three. But that law in itself, the Social Security is a credit card. They have insurance. Therefore, if you wake up and say, I don't want to pay on this house no more, then you need to go talk to the Social Security and say, who is the we that's going to sell my collateral? Because that's what power to sell, if you know it's a power to sell in your mortgage. It wasn't talking about your house. Because, again, the house is good. Mm-hmm. It's yours. And if you yeah, read it, you could yeah. Anytime you want out of their jurisdiction, the title, but you can't take the collateral. So you have to zero the collateral, but you can do the title anytime. Take the house off the table, transfer it to a trust. They have no contract with a trust. And that's all in section 18 of your mortgage. Read section 18 in your mortgage. And it tells you, you can, second paragraph, you can sell it, transfer it, and then there's a parenthesis. So you go on the other side, parentheses mean whatever's inside doesn't really exist. So at the end of it, without the lender's consent. So that means that if the lender's made a lender consent, you're paying. And the same thing for rent, too, if you're paying monthly rent, like just rent. Oh yeah. yeah, I'm just saying you could pay the whole yeah, whatever parentheses really exists. So you can go to the other end of the parentheses and you'll find out that um it says without the lender's consent. And that's section eighteen of the of any standard mortgage, they all pretty much the same. Now you refinance, you won't see it in there, they took that out. But nonetheless you can the argument is get a copy of it after you had it. And if it got down there, um, order, pay to the order, bam, 
You better you better get like Fred Flintstones and clap your heels together and yabba dabba do. And 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 Miss Diversion, uh then you have some people that they uh pay they got the money back for three years of rent that they paid for, for the whole three years. Did they get get it back on their taxes? She must have stepped away from the phone. No, I'm here. But but Miss Oh, I think it's like like if a person is paying rent. And can't they get that rent back for the whole three? They can go back three years. If they just say they've been renting an apartment for three years, can't they get that rent back for all those three years on the tax? They can. They need to do an ASC each year of the lease total for 12 months. So you could get 36 months back. So, you know, that's what I'm saying. Your tax. Refunds is not supposed to be no two, three thousand dollars or two, three hundred dollars. You're supposed to get all of that back. You you put whatever the lease agreement amount is for the whole twelve months. You can get it back. Well, everyone, y'all got everybody. Huh? Yeah, you, you, you think about it. You giving you giving them money. So what does that make you? Carla, what does that make you? If I'm giving them money, what does what does that make me? Make me banker, banker, or lender, or lender. That's ten ninety nine. Lender, borrower. I'm the lender. We came a they're the, they're, the debt, they're the problem, the debtor. Monopoly, that's all you're playing is monopoly. Yeah. Just, just learn how to do the banking. Use the forms to, to get what you want. If, if you're the lender, then you're supposed to get anything you want. You fill it up. But we always abandon all these forms, all this money. We, we just are giving it away. And then we giving it away, and then mad because we and especially and, and and especially our receipts when we go places and we receive receipts we throw them in the garbage and isn't that money the receipts we get that's why you have to show the receipts for your taxes so you need to keep yeah. all your receipts. Well, all you, all you, can, you can always, if you're shopping at the same place all the time, talk to them and see if they can open up an account for you. And that way you can ask them to give you a statement at the end of the year. You know, and, and realize, you know those little rectangle cards that we put on our key rings and, and we go to CVS and they say, let me see, you got a card or that little card and they scan it in. They're keeping a record mm-hmm. of how much you paid. You need to go to yeah. go to CVS. Say, well, hey, I've been. I need you to account. Or give me an account at the at the end of the year. I need to account on how much money I spend in this store. Now, now you let them do all the work for you, and then you just get a statement. So go to places where they keep a record of the, how much money you are spending. 
Costco. You can't even walk in the door unless you got a card. Or in yeah. Sam and Costco, you mm-hmm. can't even walk in the door. And when you go to the cashier, well, you got to have a card, right? That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why don't I and just also, go to Costco and say, oh, give me an account of what I spent this year, this year with you? Can't they do their bank account? You know, all the transactions that you did the whole year on your bank account, get a statement from your bank, and you can also uh, get all of that back. So if you spent $100,000 this year, you can get all of that back. You can do the same thing with your bank account. That's why you you consolidate where you're using the same check all the time at the same bank. So all your money would be accounted for at one location. And they give you a statement. Or you can or you had that yourself on your computer. You know, when you got your banking, when you do your banking, you can pull up your statement for the whole year. And file that with the ta- your taxes and get all of that. Wow. Back. So, I mean, we're not supposed to be around here again worrying about our bills and worrying about feeding ourselves. you got the remedy is right there. So, well, and I, I want to say y'all really uh-huh, – go ahead, Tyreek. I just wanted to add to, to the conversation that, yeah, we know how to do it for ourselves. So, so all our ancestors and our grandfathers dealt with the earth and knew how to plant food and survive with their own food. And so that's what we should be doing, learning how to, to have an inside-the-house garden. With the lights that we have nowadays, you can have an inside-the-house garden. You don't need to expend a lot of money to do that. You can learn how to do a, a, a beautiful box garden just in any old spot. on the, As long as you got a good south-facing and you get that sunshine there, that a little box garden will produ- produce a lot of food for you. And uh, also, if you have a little spot in somebody's backyard, backyard gardening is the answer, folks. You can you can set it up with with small greenhouse, and have all the you can feed more people than you can possibly believe. So this is just another solution that we have, we know, and are doing. And I hope to we get Brother Malik on soon because we can uh, we really need to help the people come back to our senses and and get back to the earth. Yeah. And um, yeah, I can't get rice kicked you, out. I'm, I'm I know, getting ready to I, go. I, I see okay. you. Yeah. We get yeah, all of us leaving. We, yeah, we have two minutes left. And uh, I just want to thank you, Mr. Rice, Mr. Tyreek, Diversion. I mean, we have no excuse now. I mean, you, the information is out here. It's up to you to get the information and use it. So, Mr. Rice, are you uh, have any uh, things that you want people? Do you have like a uh, donation or something, or are you teaching any classes publicly? I, I know you're doing private classes. Okay, Mr. Rice. 
He got cut off. I think he said kicked, he was done. Yeah, they keep yeah they keep cutting him off. And Tyree, yeah. give out your information before we go. Give out your information. Yeah, my information is uh, area code four two four two four eight four zero zero seven, and and I can be reached also at uh, wellnessentials at dslextreme.com. That's wellness e n t i a l s at dslextreme.com, and I can be reached that way. And I I have lots of information, basic information that we went over. A lot of it we went over tonight and even other kinds of information that will help you help yourself. That's what we do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank us. And thank you, Diversion. Are you still with us? Okay. All right. So thank everyone. Oh, there you go. You back with us, Mari? Yeah, I'm back. I'm gone. I keep getting kicked out, so okay. I'm going to let you go. Thank All right. you, folks. All Thank right. You. We're getting ready Thank to go. Us. Thank everyone uh, for joining us this Thank evening. You. And and you can listen to the broadcast again. Uh, so better love, everyone. <laughs>
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.